listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Welcome to episode 57 of Erotic Hypnosis, Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features Evelina's Hypnosis Seminar, A Lesson in Tolerance. The story was written in 2005 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2009, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcast slash copyright. And of course, remember to visit my websites. Dominatrix.st is the place to go for live sessions with me, while Hypnosis.st has all of my distance training options, such as telephone sessions, audio, and video recordings, so you can surrender to me for real. And now, Evelina's Hypnosis Seminar, A Lesson in Tolerance. A couple of pushy radio evangelists learn a lesson in humility and understanding as it relates to SpongeBob, Tinky Winky, and Evelina. Evelina was headed to a hypnosis seminar she was conducting in New York, but wanted to stop at a suburban jewelry store to pick up a new violet-blue crystal necklace she had ordered only a short time before. She had purchased the fascinating crystal, especially for the demonstration she was about to give at the workshop. As usual, she drew a lot of attention as she entered the large shopping center. She was dressed all in black leather, a tight, long, low-cut dress, high heels, and carried a short leather riding crop. Heads turned as she and her sultry slave, Priestess Tivoli, walked down the wide aisles of the suburban mall. Even normally blasé New Yorkers turned and watched, startled by her erotic elegance. Just before the two leather-clad beauties reached the store, they were confronted by a conservatively dressed couple who had set up a folding table in the atrium of the mall. Displayed prominently at the table were a number of banners with various biblical verses displayed on them. Colossians 3, Ephesians 5, God says women must submit to their husbands, homosexuality is a sin, were all displayed on the bright cloth banners, and almost as humorously, there were colorful cartoons of SpongeBob SquarePants and Teletubby Tinky Winky, with both TV characters labeled faggot and queer. Another sign bearing the call letters of a local AM radio station and the time of a religious broadcast were on display. Dean and Mary White Ministries, 9 to 11 a.m. Sundays, repeated 4 to 6 p.m. Wednesday nights, was hand-drawn on the posters in black sharpie. The couple, wearing name tags inscribed Dean and Mary, respectively, at first just held out large plastic canisters and aggressively asked for donations for their group called Repent USA. 
But then, as they caught sight of the sensual fetish outfits that Evelina and Tavali were wearing, the two radio evangelists started quoting scripture and warning the two passing strangers that they were destined for an eternity in the fires of hell. Loudly. Repeatedly. Obnoxiously. Evelina shook her head and laughed, then quietly addressed the pair. Tell you what, my little pets, she said. I've got to pick up something at that store at the end of the mall before it closes. But as soon as I finish, I'll come back and put a little something in the collection plate. And you can try to convince me that I am doing something wrong with my life. But I must tell you both. I am quite happy with my present state of existence, my friends, and my destination in the afterlife. With that, she continued toward the store. The two evangelists didn't interrupt their tirade, however, and followed Tivali and her blonde goddess very conspicuously all the way to the end of the mall, waving their pictures of SpongeBob and Tinky Winky, shouting sodomite, sodomite, at the top of their lungs. They even formed an impromptu picket line outside the jeweler, marching back and forth at the entrance and pointing at Evelina inside the shop as she purchased her crystal. True to her word, on her return trip, Evelina stopped to talk to the two elemocenary solicitors. She could have used her prodigious combat skills to stop the two, and, truth be told, a solid blow to either one's chin would be very satisfying for Evelina. But she decided to just talk and see if logic would deter the two from their rude public display. The beautiful blonde had no problem with anyone's belief systems, but she does promote a live-and-let-live type of philosophy, and these two clearly didn't understand that approach to life or religion. They were shouting and shrieking so passers-by could hear their verbal attacks on Evelina, and quite literally thumping on their Bibles as they hurled their vociferous insults. They moved closer and closer toward the blonde hypnotist as they continued their mall-by conversation attempt. After first attempting to have a quiet, civilized discussion with the two radio preachers, Evelina finally decided that they needed a lesson in humility and humanity, and began to move her hands up to the new, large, violet-blue heart-shaped pendant she had just purchased and was now wearing. The jewel was suspended on a long, thin silver chain around her neck and hung down between her perfectly shaped breasts. As her compelling hand gestures drew the couple's attention to the crystal, the mesmerist began to speak to them in the musical, hypnotic cadence that had proved irresistible to so many before. At first, both just spoke more quietly as their attention was held by the flashing crystal and her graceful gestures. Smiling, Evelina continued her compelling, melodic monologue. Not surprisingly, Tivali, who had fallen under Evelina's hypnotic control numerous times before, became fascinated by the flashing pendant before the two ministers, and soon her eyes became glassy and fixed, gazing intently at Evelina's breasts, and almost coincidentally, at the fascinating flashing purple-hued crystal. 
But soon the two preachers, too, were held motionless by the blinking of the stone and its sensual placement between Evelina's breasts, and eventually they remained silent for long periods of time between their words, and finally both stood frozen in front of Evelina as she continued to speak. "'Come with me,' Evelina commanded, and once more she gestured hypnotically toward the two and slowly walked in the direction of an area located some distance from the central mall so they could be less conspicuous. "'You two should really be careful about who you insult, you know. There are so many people who would try to embarrass you, to humiliate you.' People who would want to catch you doing things that would be the exact opposite of the things you profess to believe. Tell me, what are your names? The man answered for both. I'm Dean, and my wife's name is Mary. He slowly responded, eyes never moving from Evelina's breasts. Have you ever had sex with another woman, my pretty little Mary? Evelina asked of the woman, an enigmatic smile playing across her lovely face. No, homosexuality is a sin, she whispered. She too still staring at the jewel suspended in the blonde's magnificent cleavage. But your God would forgive any sin you committed, would he not? Evelina continued softly. Mary nodded. And certainly... Your God would forgive any mistakes a pious young couple like you would make, wouldn't he? Forgive you, especially if some predatory man or woman would take advantage of an innocent, attractive couple like you. Dean and Mary looked confused as they listened to Evelina's words and continued to gaze at the compelling pendant still visible between her firm breasts. The confident blonde hypnotist began to slowly run her fingers up and down the thin silver chain holding the crystal. Come closer and look at this crystal. Both of you. That's it. Continue to gaze at the crystal. The two drew even nearer to the attractive hypnotist, fascinated first by the movement of her hands, then the flashing pendant itself. Listen to me as I speak to you. Let your mind be captured by my voice and by the beauty of this hypnotic necklace. You can still think. You have full knowledge of what is going on. But you must do everything I command. I am a hypnotist. I am placing you under my hypnotic control. And you are hypnotized. You are unable to resist my orders. Anyone who has been hypnotized must obey the commands of their hypnotist. You know that. You must obey me. Tell me you understand. Tell me you will obey me. In unison, the two responded, I will obey you. 
but their eyes reflected the growing terror that they felt. Both knew that they had fallen under the control of a woman they had just tried to humiliate in public, but they could do nothing to resist her commands. And as much as they struggled in their minds, they were captured by her voice and by the sparkling crystal that was suspended between her beautiful breasts. They had been hypnotized. They had fallen under the spell of a demoness from hell. You may both continue to look at the sparkling jewel. Gaze at it and follow me, my little obedient pets. Evelina murmured and beckoned them ever so gracefully with her hands as she slowly turned and walked toward her limo parked near the entrance of the mall. Evelina Tavali and the two new members of her party stepped into the rear seat of the car as the driver closed the door. Then he slid into the front seat and skillfully accelerated the long black car and skillfully guided it onto the highway, headed to the Manhattan location of her seminar. Evelina had instructed Dean to sit next to her and Mary to sit on the seat next to Tavali. You must answer me now. My helpless and hypnotized pets, did I hear you say you wanted to experiment erotically with a same-sex partner? First Mary, then Dean struggled to answer. No, no, please, don't make us. Silence, Dean. Sit perfectly still next to me and unzip your trousers. Now, pull out your cock, the blonde hypnotist barked forcefully. Unable to resist, White did as she instructed, and sat with his limp dick exposed to the unobstructed view of everyone in the car. His brain tried to stop these embarrassing actions, but he could not resist the commands of the beautiful blonde. Mary, look at Tavali. Isn't she lovely? Wouldn't you like to kiss her? Look at her lips. Wouldn't you just love to touch your lips to hers? All her religious training and education told her that she should not even think about kissing another woman. But the longer Mary stared at the lovely, dark-haired Latina, a priestess of Evelina, the more the urge to kiss her filled the evangelist's mind. She wanted to fight the urges. She tried to shut her eyes so she couldn't see the dark beauty and be tempted. But even with her eyes held shut, she pictured Tavali's tempting red lips in her mind. I asked you a question, dear. Wouldn't you love to kiss Priestess Tavali? I... I, I, the woman stuttered, falling prey to the lustful thoughts in her own mind. Don't fight against your feelings, Mary, my dear little pet. You are completely under my control. So even if you wanted to resist Tavali's charms, you couldn't. But you don't want to resist her, do you? You find her so irresistible. 
so exciting. You feel the urge to touch her, to kiss her growing each moment you look at her. She is so beautiful. I'd like you to remove your clothing now, to show your own lovely body to Tavali. I want you to try and tempt her with your beauty. Go on, surrender to your feelings, your desire to be naked in front of Tavali. Mary, slowly, seductively, peeled off her clothing, and as her panties fell to the floor of the limousine, she started to kiss and lick the palms of Priestess Tavali's hands. Then she crawled to the floor of the limousine and started licking the gorgeous Latina's shoes. Dean's muscles tightened as he heard his wife's breathing quicken. He wanted to move, to stop her, to shout at her, to fight these sinful urges. Evelina turned to him and smiled. Poor little Dean. This excites you, doesn't it? Watching your wife give in to her lesbian urges. I can tell. Look down at your cock and try to tell me you aren't excited. As instructed, his eyes glanced down at his own exposed manhood and found it to be erect and hard in spite of his thoughts. Worse, in his mind, was the realization that he didn't know if he was erect because of the nakedness of his own wife or the nearness of the two leather-clad dominatrixes in the limo with them. Just then, the car pulled up in front of the venue where the hypnosis workshop was being held. Evelina led her hypnotized little group to an entryway, toward the classroom where the seminar was being held. Scattered applause from the already assembled class broke out as Evelina moved down the aisle with a leather-clad Tavali, naked Mary, and helpless Dean, his cock lewdly exposed, hanging from his pants, obediently following the gorgeous blonde toward the podium. Mary, dear, stand directly in front of Tavali and look at her. The hypnotist commanded and pointed to a spot near the front of the classroom. Yes, Evelina, she immediately replied. When we first met, you told me that you weren't into women. Isn't that right, Mary? What do you think now? Mary's mind had been feverishly working the entire trip. She remembered Tavali's irresistible beauty and her own sensual nakedness as she sat next to her. The mistress's hypnotic spell had controlled her every physical movement, but not her thoughts. And now Evelina's question filled her thoughts with an erotic excitement as she contemplated what had happened during the trip. Tavali is gorgeous and I want her, she said, surprising herself with her own passionate lesbian thoughts. Then you may fall to your knees and worship her delectable pussy, Mary. Now the evangelist's eyes sparkled with lust as she realized that this was not a command, but a simple truth. If she wanted, she could kneel down and eat Tavali's pussy. For a moment she was motionless, 
Then she drew closer to the dark-haired beauty and dropped down to her knees, forcing her face against Tavali's crouch, wrapping her arms around her soft ass. Both of them moaned. Evelina smiled as her fingers entwined in both of the women's hair, and she pulled them apart, leaning down, then yanking their faces toward her, kissing each in turn. The members of the class couldn't help but think of Madonna, Christina, and Brittany as she warmly kissed each of her loyal pets. Now you may both go to one of the private rooms and do as you desire. You may go now, my little lesbian hypno-slaves. The two attractive women walked, hand in hand, to a door at the rear of the lecture hall, seeking a room to continue their lustful activities, to the applause of the group. Evelina turned toward Dean White, with a less charitable look in her eyes. Now, young man, let's talk about how you tried to embarrass me in public. The radio preacher stood frozen in place, cock still erect. Drop those trousers, Evelina instructed. White loosened his belt and dropped his khaki pants and then his white boxer shorts, exposing his naked ass to the dominatrix. Kneel before me. He dropped to his hands and knees. Lick, she said, as she moved her black, high-heeled shoe nearer to his lips. You all know who this man is, I assume. At least he presents himself as some sort of local religious media celebrity. You wouldn't expect him to be here, on his hands and knees kissing my feet, would you? Nor would you expect that his sexy little wife would become a lesbian slut slave to Tavali. But you did see her follow my priestess, with an obedient and lustful look in her eyes. Evelina chuckled as she spoke to the class. <laughs> Such is the power of hypnosis. A murmur went up in the class as they realized just who Evelina's hypnotic toys were. I'll be frank. Had not this man tried to humiliate me in public, and had he not held others who had sexual orientation other than his in such contempt, he would not have been my demonstration puppet today. I had already arranged to have another man help me in my hypnosis demonstration. Evelina pointed toward a huge African-American man wearing black leather fetish gear seated near the front of the class. Master Ali is a gay dominant and had volunteered to show me how hypnosis could make him serve priestess to Vali. But now I have different plans. Better plans. Ali, would you come around here and stand in front of Slave Dean, please? And as Evelina almost absently slapped the kneeling evangelist's ass with her little leather crop, the gigantic, leather-clad man stepped in front of him. Show him that immense cock of yours, if you would please, Ali, Evelina calmly directed. Dean's eyes grew open wide as he focused on the gigantic black cock waving in front of him. Don't pull away, Dean. Look at Ali's gorgeous black cock. Isn't it the most exciting thing you've ever seen?
so sexy, so delicious looking. You may touch it, caress it, rub your fingers over it. You love the way it feels in your hand, don't you? I'd like you to tell me you love the way it feels in your hand. Evelina's voice echoed deep within the evangelist's mind, and then his body involuntarily responded to her commands. He heard his own radio-trained voice responding. I love the way your cock feels in my hands, sir. The only thing you would love even more would be the taste of Ali's lovely cock. Why don't you put it in your mouth and taste it, Dean? Just like the helpless slut you are. Taste it. No, please, no. Was all he could whisper. He remained in place, staring at the gigantic male member, his own staff fully erect. But the thought of sucking another man's prick was too much for him. He wouldn't move, even an inch. The expert hypnotist recognized the resistance in his eyes and utilized her mesmerizing power to deepen his enslavement. Remember the sparkling, hypnotic power of the crystal, Dean. Remember, you had to look at the crystal and obey. Evelina commanded. Yes, obey, he whispered. Ali's prick holds the same irresistible, hypnotic power that the crystal contained. Look at it as it moves back and forth, back and forth. You are falling under the spell of Ali's magical cock, under its power. Back and forth, under its power. Evelina reached out and placed her hand behind Dean's neck and slowly, gently, guided his face toward the huge black cock now slowly waving back and forth in front of White's face. She moved it close enough so that with each pass of Don, or Ali's, prick, it gently touched the minister's cheek and lips. Under its power, Dean, repeat it. You are under its power, Evelina repeated. Under its power. He helplessly repeated. And with each repetition, the black rod brushed more firmly across his lips. And each time he opened his mouth to repeat the mantra, Dean's lips surrendered a little more to the feel of the warm, dark flesh. Back and forth, back and forth, each passage tempting and exciting Dean more. Under its power, under its power. He repeated again and again. Now, take it deep into your mouth, Dean. You must have fallen under the hypnotic power of Ali's big black cock and must suck his prick. 
You want to suck his mesmerizing black cock. You need to suck his wonderful black cock. Need to suck his cock. Dean repeated, and as he repeated the words, they slowly became his own thoughts. And as he fully accepted those thoughts, he also accepted Don's cock. Feeling its warmth as it slipped deep into the hapless minister's open mouth. So, huh, so, huh, so, huh. He repeated over and over as he continued to run his lips and tongue up and down the huge shaft stuffed deep into his mouth. The class applauded, captivated by Evelina's amazing hypnotic skill, unable to hold back. Ali grabbed the kneeling preacher's hair and jerked him even closer as he exploded into his throat. The thick white cum erupting all over the minister's face and running out the sides of his mouth. Stop! Take him to a private room now, Ali, and follow the instructions I have given you. With that command, Master Ali took Dean by the hand and led him off the podium. Much as Tavali had taken Mary away, now Evelina began her training session in earnest, helping her now fully convinced group of students learn the whys and wherefores of hypnosis properly utilized in DNS relationships, and teaching them how to enhance romantic encounters. After the class was over, as Evelina was getting ready to leave, Tavali and Ali returned with their little love slaves in tow. I have some instructions for you two. Instructions you must follow," Evelina said, as she directed her hypnotic gaze at the two evangelists. "Yes, yes Mistress Evelina," they replied. "You may continue your preaching, but from now on, you will not try to humiliate others because they don't have the same beliefs as you." You must respect all races, religions, and beliefs. Repeat that command for me, my little slut slaves. Yes, yes Mistress Evelina, the two replied, helpless to resist any command given by their magical mistress. Master Ali, you may drive them home now, and when you get to their house, you can play with them a bit more. Mary, Dean. Follow Ali, and obey his commands as you would mine when you return home. Don's eyes sparkled, and he thanked Evelina profusely for the wonderful gift. But let me look at the presents I bought Dina Mary before you go. Evelina instructed with a slight smile playing across her beautiful face. Now even Ali laughed out loud as he watched the preacher drop his pants, revealing his SpongeBob SquarePants underoos. And then, at Tavali's command, Mary lifted her skirt to reveal her tinky-winky panties.